the Brain Candy Podcast. Candy for your left brain and your right brain. I'm Susie Meister, and I'm here with Sarah Rice. That's me. Hi, guys. Sarah broke some news just a minute ago that I'm all wound up about. Tell us about it. Well, we got a review, a new review on iTunes, and it's not exactly a five-star review. Can you read it? I don't it? think it's even a four-star. I think it might be a three-star review. And, yeah, we can pull it up, and, and I can... Uh, I can read it to you. What's the essence here? Well, look, I get it. You know, we're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Well, that's for sure. Absolutely for sure. And Susie and I try our hardest to be well-rounded, informed people. Um, but this person did not like that. Well, she said that we were a little bit hypocritical. Oh, my God. Because we do not like... Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. I'll read it. Okay, we don't like GMOs. We don't like... (laughs) The the title of the review is... No, first of all, let me just say, we don't want this to, like, scare people off from actually leaving reviews. This is just... We would like to address any issues that are in the reviews (laughs) so that that there's some kind of closure for both of us. Okay, the title of the uh, review is... Somewhat hypocritical. Somewhat. That's fair. I generally love the podcast, but I do get irritated with Sarah and Susie's California environmentalist doublethink. Don't eat GMOs, don't drink soy milk, source ethical clothing, yada, 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 but drive everywhere and complain about having to pay for parking? Driving is probably the single most environmentally destructive, wasteful habit one could have, and the extensive asphalt associated with driving is obliterating our green virgin green space number okay that's the end of it i I, totally agree with all of that stuff about there being too much asphalt i'm all for public transportation but unfortunately i live in orange county and we don't have that really i disagree completely because guess what Eating meat is way more uh, damaging. damaging to the environment okay. than me I driving agree. my my car up the road to Ralph's. Right. <laughs> this is true. I mean, and number two, yeah. so you're wrong, uh, a clear glimmer, but also... <laughs> so <laughs> Well, because that is not a helpful review. Well, okay, I get it. Yeah. What right. do we do? One episode about like uh, how we like our organic food? But oh, also, real- I don't... I don't- think I really could. I don't. Did I complain about I parking? I, well, we did an ad for a company, a uh, ride share. And I said, yeah, hey, if you, don't like, great. if you don't like to pay for parking, there's here's another alternative. Yeah. Dumb, dumb. Hey, guess what? Ride sharing helps the environment. Totally. And also no DUIs and no deaths by people getting hit because of driving while drunk or other things like that. Or I don't have to worry about my driver's you're so texting. You're way nicer than I am. I, I was I just like, for... I didn't know that that was such a bit, you know, I'm trying, man. And, uh, uh... How can she, how can she make a, a, a review that said, I generally love the podcast, but I'm going to name this one thing and then only talk about that as if it's, um, representative of our content. Oh, there you go. That's true. It's not. No. We do. We talk about boobs. We talk about trivia. We talk about, like... Sex, love, relationships, dating, yeah, clothes. What else? I guess not as not not enough about. What do you want from me, lady? (laughs) I don't even commute. I'm sitting in my house right now. I had a scooter, and I didn't even have a car because I didn't want to drive it as often when I lived by the beach. (sighs) 
So I scooted everywhere. I call, you know what, clear glimmer or whatever <laughs> you, you reach out to me on social media. I want you to call in and have a conversation with me about this. <laughs> Susie's mad about it. <laughs> Again, please feel like free to leave she... us reviews on iTunes because we'll <laughs> take she... your constructive criticism. And if it were constructive, I would. That's true. That's true. If I mean, some... what are we supposed to do? Like the guy that said that you interrupted. <laughs> no, that I'm fine with. Yeah, I'm sure you are. And I've, I've been trying to work on it. So I think that that's a good one. And there wasn't just one person who said that. That was like two. I just get so excited, people. It's not that I want to cut her off. I just am so excited about what she's talking about. That the words just come out of my mouth like word vomit. I, I'm trying. I, I think that it. our conversations reflect how girlfriends typically talk to each other. Amen, sister. And maybe that doesn't make for great podcasting, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just uh, who we truly are. We are very good at being ourselves. Yeah. That's really all I'm good at. That's it. I mean, <laughs> that is so, true. All right. Well, I, I do appreciate... Let me make amends. <laughs> A clear glimmer... I'm sorry. It just touched a nerve because I feel like we do a lot of really great things and you're not, you're not really, uh, commenting on that. So oh, yeah. Our one for one partners that we love. We, I just bought colored. Well, I didn't buy them. Somebody gifted me colored pencils the other day where you buy the colored pencils and then it gives school supplies to a kid in need. I love that. That's nice. Yeah. We're good people. Like a clear glimmer. That's a target or you, you, me, you, me, something like that. Hmm. I recommend it. It's great and good materials. Anywho, <sighs> what are we talking about today? Oh, this is fun. So we wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What? Now I'm interrupting. Okay. I wanted to just acknowledge that you had a birthday. <gasps> oh, I did. <laughs> and um, I wish you a very happy birthday, like publicly, because you know. thanks, Zeus. And you're now 30 years old, which is exciting. exciting. I think that that it's a reward for surviving your 20s, yeah. being 30. And it's like, here you go. Welcome to the land of the sane. You know how you usually, you know, people usually have money or a job or something. It's great. And, I love it. Not living yeah. paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Like having things set up. So I wish you, know. you the very best year ever. And I just hope you had a great birthday. Really. Oh, let me tell you people. Susie helped make my birthday so special. I may fun. be 30, but I had a magician. <laughs> I had a pinata that looked like me with was a mermaid pinata filled with grown up <laughs> things like booze and makeup. It was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, then one of the highlights from the evening was my birthday cake, which Susie was responsible for. It was cute. It was a Scrabble board birthday cake that said, happy birthday, Sarah. And luckily all those words intersect yeah. and I counted <laughs> and it was worth about 37 points. So it's pretty good. Yeah. It was a really fun day and, um, everyone celebrated Sarah as they should. And, um, oh, and she got Bieber tickets. Oh my God. I'm going to go see <laughs> Justin Bieber. Oh, it's so great. See, I, I'm like a 13 year old really. And I did try to, um, I started Snapchatting to at your party. I mean, I know I'm not good yet people, but it's really a learning process because it's so different. You should follow me, Susie Meister, S-U-S-I-E-M-E-I-S-T-E-R, and I'm going to try to snap more. In fact, maybe I'll do it right now while oh, we're yeah, talking. But anyway, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Thanks, Sus. I'm sure our listeners share the sentiment and wish Thank you, you one guys as well. everywhere. It's <laughs> so much fun. So anyway, go ahead. What are we talking about? Uh, so, <sighs> I wish I had a good, like, how to get into this kind of intro, but 
We did a relation uh, a podcast recently on love, and we did one on uh, the sex, and they were both really popular, and you guys love that. So we wanted to dive a little bit deeper and talk about attraction, because there are so many different components to attraction, who we're attracted to, why we're attracted to them, if that's something that remains stable, how come it's changing, and... What are people attracted to? Well, okay. So we talked last time or maybe a couple episodes ago about like what we're into, what we find attractive. We talked about confidence was what I mentioned, things like that. It's weird. You know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. It is weird how people are attracted to such different things. We were talking the other day about a chubby chaser we know. Yes. And, you know, there's people that, you know, like all different shapes and sizes and thank colors. And I know. Thank goodness. What what accounts for that though? Psychologically, you should know. I don't know. I wish I wish I had the information on that. You There's, know? What do they say? There's no accounting for taste. I'm just speaking yeah. now in cliches. Like this is one right. of the, <laughs> the, it's, the reason there are so many is because I think people have been trying to figure this out for a long time. Well, and okay, so I was watching this, um, there's this wonderful new television network out called Viceland, where the people from Vice Magazine and Vice, the documentary series uh, came up, that it, it used to be uh, the History Channel 2 or something, and now it's Viceland, which is awesome, because it's so good, they have such great stories and great documentaries, and one was this, about this journalist, who was... He like he puts himself right in the middle of a different social groups and different um yeah, I mean different like fringe groups in society. And one the one that I caught that I was so interested in was bears. And I don't mean like bears in the woods, Sus. I oh. mean like the gay guys. Okay. Bears. Let me tell you, nobody parties like the bears. They have so much fun. <laughs> oh gosh. It was uh we went to are bears known for the partying? Well, I, I think, you know, I don't want to like be, apply stereotypes to an entire population, but the gay guys know how to party. <laughs> Maybe it's because like they don't have any kids usually. Yeah, and they just love it. So hmm. he went to uh, <laughs> a place in, there's like this big event that happens once a year that's somewhere out in Maryland or... Somewhere near there, somewhere East Coasty, and you know one of the things that he discussed with some of the bears was that gay men have really made an art out of. I and I'm trying to get the word right. Fetishizing is that a word? Mm-hmm. Fetishizing. I I was trying to think how to say that. If it but fetishizing. Mm-hmm types that are not the norm, not the, the type that you open up a magazine and see. Mm. So, you know, we, we get a magazine like, you know, men's fitness and it's a very specific kind of male on mm-hmm. there. Just like you get women, any woman's magazine ever. And they even freaking Photoshop women to be, look a certain way. Mm-hmm. But we know majority of people don't look like that. That's like Maybe 3% of the population, if not less, that looks like that. Probably mm-hmm. less. Point zero three. And, you know, he brought up in this documentary or in this in the show that these gay men have taken pretty much every look and 
not just like fetishized it, but made it part of their culture. So you have like, if you're a gay man who's fat and hairy, there is a spot for you. And with the older they get, the more desired they get. And the more now they're distinguished and they call them polar bears when they're Come covered on. in white hair. You yeah. gotta be kidding me. I'm not kidding, but I think it's so great because I think that's what we need to do. You know, you look at these groups, and I've even seen, like, uh, MTV shows, you know, those True Life that MTV does? They had True Life, I'm a Chubby Chaser. And they're, I mean, if when you get people together who all are open about what it is that they love and what it is that they're, and there's not this whole, like, pretending to be something that you're not or trying to, like, go after this, like, uh, unrealistic ideal, like, there's so much happiness and joy and freedom in it. It's so appealing to me. <clears throat> but it's interesting with the bears in particular, because like, okay, um, you know, if we're going to say t- gay people make up 10% or yes, five, 10% of the population, is what you know, estimated. I'm sure it's, yeah, very varies depending on what you include in that. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. then half of those people are men and half are women. So that uh-huh. narrows it down. Uh-huh. And then there's the top and bottom problem. Yeah, right? I didn't even think about and that. And so that yeah. narrows it down. Yeah. And then there's these subcategories mm-hmm. like bears or twinks or whatever. Yeah. And so it, it feels so limited. There's not enough of them to go around. I feel. Oh, well, <laughs> I'll tell you, the pools in Martha's Vineyard or wherever the heck it is, <laughs> is it which otherwise, because there's not an inch of space. They are, either that or they, those bears know how to organize because they're... <laughs> There are a lot of them. And maybe that's it, is, is once you, I don't know. Why is it so? Except that you, like, put yourself into that culture, and it, it becomes, like, a safe place to explore all those, just to be sexually free. But why is it so focused on um, how you look still, though? Hmm. Or even, you know, like it's, well, um, you know, I think, and they did, they did discuss this in that show and they talked a lot about body acceptance. And one of the guys they interviewed said that when he was younger and he was, you know, kind of dealing with the issues of being gay or like the, and confronting all those kind of emotions and everything, he saw all the men in magazines and felt really bad about his body and felt really insecure about his body. And then once he found out that there was a group or there were people who liked him just the way that he was and that that was attractive, then all of those negative thoughts, all that negative self-talk, all those, that, that self-hatred, that went away. And so even though it starts with something where it's very on the surface and very based on body image, I mean, that's kind of like, we all deal with that though. Mm -hmm. We've talked in multiple episodes about how women deal with this. Like we think about it every single freaking day. Yeah. So we're, so do men. I mean, they just, they do. And if somebody said, you don't have to worry about any of that. And I love you exactly the way, I mean, we said, we both said that confidence was the most attractive thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So if somebody would gave you full body confidence, like like total hundred percent body confidence, think about how much freedom that would mm-hmm. bring you. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have, or the friends you find along the way? 
Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What do you think about that? Like this sort of the body acceptance movement of like even just inclusion of uh, more plus size models in like sports. Oh, I love that. How freaking sexy is that woman who is on? Oh, oh, I looked at her Instagram. She is so hot. She's beautiful. I mean, we, we did talk about this. uh, I forget which episode it was about. Oh, we did talk about the Barbie thing and everything, Uh but like, it seems like it's coming up more and more. And I just wondered, you think it's in the right direction? I, I think that so as a social movement, it absolutely is. I think there's always pushback by advertisers and by people who stand to make money off of um, women and men staying self-conscious and staying like hmm. in that place of, of, you know, feeling insecure because that's where the money's, you know, think yeah. about like, uh, that's a bajillion dollar industry, the beauty industry. If somebody said F your beauty standards and we don't need any of that moisturizing cream and you look great with your wrinkles, yeah. think about what that would do to the, like, yeah, that's serious. That's a big deal. You yeah. know? So I think that those people are fighting back in, and I think there's a, a, a very subtle objectification of women that goes on that we don't even notice, but is still prevalent. But I, I just think that there is a lot of pushback from, you know, regular old folk who are now finding that. And you know what? The people change and then advertising and all that has to change because it was the, it, it was the people who said big booties are in. It was mm-hmm. J-Lo. It was Beyonce. It was, th- that was a movement to make big butts a thing because I remember a time where I was really embarrassed for having a big butt. I mean, I do. Well, it, what do you feel like now? Oh, I, it's, I would rank it as my best feature. <laughs> uh, and dimples and everything included. And when I heard from a guy on the chat, oh, you know who says this? Yeah. I'm going to call him out. Johnny Bananas said his favorite part about getting with the chick is when the butt goes bloom, bloom, bloom. And does that like, you, wow. you know, you, you, yeah, you get it and you get the little thigh the ripple, jiggly. The, the jiggle. He said it's his favorite part. So there you go, ladies, huh. please don't lose that butt. <laughs> well, there's been, uh, it's been like a subculture, like the, uh, baby got back yeah. thing, but it was more associated with the African-American community. But now and look like, at Miley Cyrus when minorities. she went on the MTV yeah. Movie Awards and didn't have a butt. We teased her for that. That's true. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's terrible that we're teasing people for anything, but that was, it. it's like, oh, girl, you better work on that ass because. Well, and I think people objected to her like appropriating black culture, but, yeah. um, Oof, but yeah, God. there was, 
there was a sense of like, if she looked good doing it, we wouldn't have minded. Like if, um, who's like a white girl with a big booty? Uh, Azalea, Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Like, I think hers. Although she, fake, though. people don't like when she does it either. Yeah. But, I don't like it when they, I don't like that. Yeah. E. But the big booty culture is like sweeping the nation. Yeah. <laughs> Megan well, Trainer. Now if they could just make cellulite and stretch marks <laughs> in, I will be super hot. <laughs> Yeah, whenever adult acne comes in, I'm going to be really excited. Yes. <laughs> what? Well, so crow's feet. Well, it is crow's feet. <laughs> it is true, though, that like a track, a culture is what determines attra- what's attractive, right? So mm-hmm. like traditionally in American culture, it's been light skinned and like light, light features mm-hmm. and thin bodies and stuff like that. But like, what is it that makes it shift? Just media? And then, you know, I, I, now that you're saying that about, you know, American culture and what's attractive and, you know, it starts to get my mind kind of looking back at what used to be attractive and things. Oh my gosh. I went to an eighties party recently and I did like full eighties makeup and hair. Let me tell you, if there were ever an era where I could have been a 10, (laughs) it was the era of blue eyeshadow a ton of blush and really frizzy hair. I mean, I don't even have to try to get 80s hair. It's great. I look like that every morning. Unfortunately, that's not the look now. But it made me I think, think it's coming back. I can't. No, frizzy hair. Crimp well, like will big hair. never big come hair. back. You're okay. wrong. Everything comes back. Ugh, well, I'm praying for that day. So I was thinking, I can't believe that this was once really attractive. And then you go even further back and you think, okay, well, at one point men wore the makeup and men wore high mm-hmm. heels and like wigs. And that was attractive. Yeah. I was reading an article about how the wigs were, um, to hide their, uh, baldness, yeah. which was often from, um, STDs. <gasps> oh, that's <laughs> such a good factoid. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's gross. Hair loss. You know what? It. That's mm-hmm. really interesting. Yeah. And so they would hide cause balding was seen as like the ultimate worst thing you could be. It made you seem like you weren't a man and stuff like that. So they wouldn't do the wigs. That's so freaking interesting to me because now our science shows that the higher levels of testosterone you have, the younger you'll lose your hair. And so really it's men who have like my poor brother. Wait, sorry, why? My poor brother lost his hair when he was in high school and he just has higher, le- and it'll be higher body hair and high levels of testosterone leads to so like you're hair saying- growing on other parts of your body and not on your head. Hmm. And so that's something that is a very, really those men are like would, as far as like on a scale of like most manliness, test- yeah, yeah, would rank high, but culturally there was this stigma about baldness being tied to STDs. Hmm. So it swapped like the biological, uh, you know, yeah. Thing out for what's socially acceptable. Now, knowing that you could think how, even though we know that a higher, like hip to rate waist ratio yeah. is more attractive. Yeah. The early nineties, when all the super skinny rail fin models was in, even though biologically that's not supposed to be attractive, society deemed that attractive. And for a while it was, I mean, 
Would they argue that it's like clothes look better on people that are basically like hangers, hangers? like living hangers? <laughs> yeah, because they that they still think that. I mean, yeah, that's so weird. And I think they do look better. Like I don't think you know, but but there's like a, a on the runway. I'm not talking about in real life. And even on the runway, you know, there's like. Ugh, there's one of the real housewives who I think is like way too skinny and it grosses mm. me out. So you're and not I'm drawn like, to that oh. look? No, because it just like looks like that you're going to break. It's like so gross to me when the thighs just look like Skeletor thighs that like are like little giraffes. I'm like, you can't do anything with those things. I could beat you in pretty much every race. And if you're interested in having a healthy body, you know what you're going to need? You're gonna need. You're gonna need some cute clothes to wear. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> Are we talking about those fabletics? Yes. Um, you guys need some threads for your little workouts and beyond. If you're a lady on the go, this is the the company for you. Fabletics.com/candy. Get a complete outfit for just twenty five bucks. Free shipping and exchanges. I love that they have they sort outfits by kind of like theme. Mm-hmm. So. One of my favorites is their fly category. So it's all outfits that are like perfect airport wear. <laughs> Things where you're like, because I fly a lot and travel a lot, or even mm-hmm. if I'm just like, oh, it's like super, super cute, perfect outfit that to is, wear to the airport. That's actually the perfect remedy for travel because you don't want to look sloppy like yes. you're wearing your jammies or something. But you want to be super comfy. So they mm. have like adorable wraps, these really cute airplane outfits. They have like loungewear streetwear it's it's really really cute it's basically the same quality as the luxury brands but at half the price because it's a subscription service so they'll pick out outfits send them to you and um they're super affordable so fabletics.com slash candy check those out um but yeah anyway you were saying how you're not drawn to like the waif look no are there celebrities that you look at and you're like like besides the house because i always see um Juliana Rancic, people always writing, eat yeah. a sandwich oh, no. on her. Yeah, I don't like Does that. Does that, like, do you ever think that looks pretty or you're not into it? I'm not into it. I don't, I just don't, it's <clears throat> mostly the legs. Like, I like curvy thick bottom legs. and thick legs. Like, and like the flat butt where they, where your thighs just don't, you know, and I understand if you're like the kind of person who that have has a hard time putting on weight, but I don't think that that kind of body type is very healthy uh, you know, children who have come from mothers who have um, a higher hip to waist ratio have on average higher IQs because hmm. they have more fats in them and fats help the development of the brain. So women who have more omega-3s mm-hmm. and those fatty acids in their bootay will have smarter babies. So I look at all of that as being like biologically advantageous for you to have mm-hmm. a big butt and still stay fit because... If you're living a very unhealthy lifestyle, the fat will accumulate in your stomach area. So hmm. as long as you keep their stomach small, but your butt can be, let that butt That's get juicy, true. girl. Yeah. I saw that on Oprah one time because she a has a big booty. and be big and be fit. Yeah, that's uh, true. You really, like I eat <laughs> and I love eating, but if you just are like, do it the right way and are healthy with it, you could totally have like a rocking butt and a tiny waist and eat. Whatever. I have a real um, hang-ups about it because in my, you know, you're formed by like how you grow up. And yeah. in my household, there was literally nothing that you could be worse than being fat. Like that was like the refrain, <sighs> especially if you're a woman. 
that yeah. like there was no worse sin than a fat woman. Oof. And my dad made fun of him. My mom made fun of him. Like it's just a constant thing. And my sister Renee, I mean, she's so she's five feet tall. She's probably ninety pounds. Wow, yeah, she's really really small. And I mean, she looks adorable, and that's just her body type. But I think that that's seen as like the ideal. Do you think that it was because of the lifestyle or the choices that came with being heavy set that your family didn't? There's, yeah, of? the perception of laziness. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably that more than yeah. You know that 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 being you know overweight well and it's um there was a perception that it was like they lacked discipline in, like mm, they couldn't yep. control themselves yep. like there you go absolutely i yeah. can totally see where that stems from yeah have you ever been attracted to a guy who had a little more uh Mm-mm. Little never more... no but not on purpose you just like I've never had, I've never met a guy that was bigger that I was like, yeah, that's the guy. For me. And he doesn't even have to be bigger, but like, Oh, what do you mean? Well, like, okay, but well, not like huge, but I've always had a thing for a guy. I like, not like a thing, but like, I've you... always liked, <laughs> I always like it when, you know, I, I should say I don't mind. So you definitely are not into skinny guys is what you're saying. Definitely not into skinny guys. If I feel like I have more geography than they do, we got a problem. <laughs> Yeah, I can see how. I don't want to feel like, you know, and and some women are into that. Some women are really, really into being the physically dominating one in the relationship. And some men are into that. I also see my fair share of documentaries on that, too. And uh, no, that's just not for me. Like, I like to feel small with the gentleman that I'm with. And, uh, you know, but if they have like, I, you know, I don't really mind like a, a little bit of a as long as they're like healthy. As long as they take care of themselves, you know, like, yeah. I, what did I think? That is definitely something I'm working on because I feel my knee-jerk reaction, be, probably because of how I was raised, is to be very judgy about overweight people. Mm. But mm -hmm. I, I don't intellectually, I know that that's wrong. Yeah. But I just, that's my knee-jerk. And then I have to like regress back to normalcy where I'm like, nope, yeah. Yeah. get rid of that thought. But that's just part, probably because your brain is formed when you're little and that's what, the, the message that I got all the time. You know, and I think uh, I've also read before that you are more attracted to people who are biologically like a good match for you and, and what you grew up around and you're going to be more like more. Uh, well, then again, I've also heard that that's different for women who are on birth control. Yeah, that's weird Isn't how that, that weird? changes who you're attracted to. Super weird. I mean, I get it because you're telling your body you that, that you're that, pregnant, so you, your body wants different things. Do you think that the diff, the change is minimal, though, and that they just make a yeah, big deal about it in it's articles? it's probably minimal. It's yeah. probably very, 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 very minimal. Yeah. And, but what, what's in your magazine? So that brings me to this yeah, ar great article. So um, this talks about what qualities we are most attracted to and what qualities in the other ge gender like maybe there is something that's hidden below the surface 
You know, so we like we've talked about this and we even started talking about this. Like, where does attraction come from? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we don't even know why we're attracted to that other person. We And they may not look like somebody that we're normally attracted to. They may uh, you name it. But where like we're, we just can't get enough of them. So new research says that. Mindfulness is among the most attractive qualities, but only in women being attracted to men. Is that annoying or what? Yes. It, is that not annoying? It doesn't matter. So mindfulness, and we've talked about this a little bit before, is non-judgmental awareness and full engagement in the present moment. So it's being really aware of, of the space that you're in. It's really being engaged in the here and now. And any woman will tell you that that's what a perfect date looks like. I mean, you're on a perfect date for the guy. He's engaged. He's not somewhere else. He's very aware that in the moment. That is so true. It comes being mindful. People who are mindful or practice mindfulness. And we've talked about this again yeah. or before. And if you want a little catch up on how to be more mindful, you can listen to our mindfulness episode, which I loved. Um, people are less depressed, less impulsive. They have higher self-esteem. I mean, the list just goes on and on. More vitality, more positive affect. Just like those are the happy people or people who are mindful mm. because obviously they're not dwelling on everything that sucks Yeah, because you shouldn't and it's a waste of time. Um, so, and, and we've also seen mindfulness to be really so serving in um, relationships like as they last over time, like relationships that are successful really stem from both parties being pra like actively but, practicing mindfulness. But dudes don't care. Oh, that's the freaking annoying part. Is that the female participant? The female participants who, partic who preferred males who ranked higher in mindfulness, but men no. just cared about physical attraction. That's what it says. Yes. Are you kidding? And me? And it comes down. It not even personality or brains. No, didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but smile ranks high. Just smile. <laughs> Smile. Now, of course, I hate that's initial everything. attraction. In order to maintain okay. a, a loving, healthy relationship, both parties have to be engaged in mindfulness, and that will help down the road in order to to have a more successful so future with this person. You're telling me this is just initially. This is initially. This okay. is just in. This is your first date. Kind of that. What? Where attraction stems from? But then, how do like ugly people ever? Ugly girls ever get? to the next stage with a guy he settles well i guess someone might be attracted yeah to, and okay. evidence shows that you're going to date people who are at the same you are even only going to find people who are at your same level attractive like it's a natural thing like i said before about you find somebody who's like by a lot or equal like socially like if you were to rank somebody they would rank about your equal maybe one up or one down and, and certain things like socioeconomic yeah. status can and can make a jump, but there's evolutionary reasons for why women care about mindfulness and okay. why men don't. Why? So because females invest heavily on the survival of their offspring, duh, we care about our babies. We <laughs> seek males who can be effective long-term providers and the perception of mindfulness in prospective mates might signal this kind of attentiveness and like he would care for the child during childbearing years. Because right. he's aware and focused. Whereas men just look at, like we said, that hip to race ratio. I don't know. Dude, I that... feel like 
a lot of times though, they make things up like, <laughs> like when they're saying the reason that this is so is probably, uh, be, yeah. but maybe not like, I mean, that's just like the explanation that you can tie to it okay, based but, on what we know about biology. And, and so then what were you going to say about then in that same vein about men with women, men are attracted to their looks. Why evolutionarily? Because it, it's a more viable <laughs> they think offspring. They we're more fertile or what? It's more fertile and that your offspring will have. And there, there are certain traits. It's like uh, symmetry. Once again, always hip to waist ratio. Those kind of things. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Um, I have a question. Yeah. It just, like, Who is it. your celebrity crush? Oh, right now? <laughs> Does it, it change it, a yeah, lot? Yeah, it totally changes. Okay. Sometime, oh gosh. We, and we've gone through those. I don't know who. But sometimes. Oh, but you mean privately we have. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Gosling has been high on my list lately because I learned that he's really tall. Mm. And I saw him in the Oscars. And he, the was Oscars, he was so very funny. funny. Mm. And then I just watched the movie, The Big Short. And when I watch him, I just, I, I love him. I just think he's dreamy. so dreamy. And Sophia Vargas' husband. But I oh, wanted to talk. Joe Manganiello or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't think, I, I mean, I don't care what's coming out of his mouth. I just want to have sex with him. But the other one who I do care about, which is like the probably mindful. And if I were like... Mm-hmm. Oh, and I know we've talked about this because you've rolled your eyes at this. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. I have a thing for Jeff Goldblum. Jeff I love it. Goldblum. Like, I know. Are you taking notes of writing that down? Oh, God. Whenever I post these, I have to put up tags. Just just so I can... If someone were to search your name in Jeff Goldblum, oh, this yes, episode... Yes, I hope that comes up. And I hope somebody like photoshops us together romantically have you ever met him no but i would love to i just love the way he talks there's something he would love you i would worship him uh, he really i think he would totally get you because i totally get him oh i would hope so you're just playing i love everything you're saying right now have you met him no how do you know then you just I mean, guess. He seems he's your same type of person. Yeah. He's very funny. Yeah. And he gets the joke. Gets the joke. But he also seems kind. I don't find him attractive right? at all. I do. Oh, but I do think he is smart and funny and kind. Yeah. So that's fine. So who are yours? Oh, you know mine. John Stamos. What, uh, John Stamos. I mean, he's the dreamiest. I think about him every day. Do you really? <laughs> Adam's going to kill me. Oh, who cares? <laughs> do you he watch hates that it. new show that he's on? No, I should should. say yes. He's real sexy in it. I don't, I don't like like scripted television, but 
I follow him on Instagram and he plays with the Beach Boys, who yeah. I am obsessed with too. Yeah. I mean, it's he's just she, you're getting, she's so smitten right now. <laughs> she's like can't help but touch her face, which is a sign that you're attracted <laughs> to her. Well, you about. know what? Um, whenever Adam didn't know who he was, like cause maybe in England, I don't know. Yeah, he's not as big, but. And so I, USA, not a big hit in, uh, <laughs> over there. In the, and so the I had to look up, a, you know, Google image, search him to show Adam. And it like, he was like, I do not get it. Oh, I think come on. a lot of what makes him, he has sex appeal, which is different than being classically beautiful. Same with George Clooney. I think like he, if you just saw a picture and you never heard a word of his mouth, you probably would just think, okay, yeah, he's fine. Handsome. Yeah. But like not. Brad Pitt or something, right? But there's they have charisma <gasps> and sex appeal, you know. And then what? you're just like, Whoa. I don't think Brad Pitt's that attractive anymore. Really? I just saw him again. He was in the Big Short, right? Wasn't that him? I don't know. I, I think didn't it was. see that. Yeah, you wouldn't even because he just he's. I just think he's, you just don't like dumb getting, people, no, and he's, he's obviously old. not. Really I think smart. Brad Pitt's probably dumb. I do. I don't. I mean, he's probably average compared to like the world. Oh, but. Compared to like Jeff Goldblum? Oh, Jeff Goldblum's so much smarter. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum would slap him with his intelligence. Just right across the face. Guys, can you tweet at John Stamos and tell him to follow me on Twitter, please? Yeah, and Jeff Goldblum for me. <laughs> Do you think this he would like the puns? Lamest. Do you think he would like puns? See, I feel like... Wait, he's on Twitter. In fact, Jeff what? Goldblum is yeah. on Twitter and we a friend of ours runs his Twitter. No! Maybe we could get him to follow you oh my god i thought you were gonna say get him here and i was like no that would be too much but i that uh, i'm so sure jeff at the door would hey, come great? on up to our <laughs> our in-house studio. look i aim for the stars that's true i like that about you i like people that do that i'm attracted to usually i'm lost that. somewhere in the clouds so that's... that's another thing like women are into like like i was just thinking about john and um, how he plays music. What? Okay. This makes me think. Because now, <laughs> attractiveness is, is bizarre. Because uh, Stephen Hawking, as well as Charles Manson, have both been, like, married multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like... They Charles both Manson have women lining is, up to be with them. Charles Manson is at least charismatic and good looking. Or, so well, Stephen Hawking, is it that... What, he's brilliant, but brilliant. that's it. That men have, they can be, have one thing that, I mean, I just look at like, okay, you look at, who, can you think of a female equivalent? Like who is the smartest woman you could just come up with off the top of your head? Mm, can't think of one. There's, I can think of Hillary. I think her name's like Emmy something, but she's a a mathematician from India, something like that, who's ranked as one of like the top female mathematicians or something. I can't even remember her name. And she's just oh. not. She's not super cute. Emmy is 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 he something like that? Anyways, no, I guarantee you, she does not have a list of gentlemen who are ready to like 
Well, so this is the thing. What's the deal with that? Well, we know what the deal is. I, I mean, know, but that's like, I mean, what the heck? I know, it's annoying. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> like, you have to be the full package if you're a woman. First of all, be smart. And also be beautiful. And also be kind. And also be really good in the sack. And also be not slutty. And also be a good mother. And also be a good cook. And also... Well, that's not the real problem. The real problem... What the fuck? Is that... What we're attracted to, you know, generally speaking, women are attracted to power or money. Mm -hmm. That isn't going to change. But you're not always going to be beautiful. You're going to get old. Gross. That's horrible. So they'll keep trading you in for the next Melania Trump. And he's still going to be rich. Yes. And going to be able to attract the young girl. So, like, we are definitely on the losing end of that battle. This is horrible. Yeah. That's why you got to find someone who really loves you. Yeah. Or else, you know. I know. Um, but you know what I, I really like love? Nine more years before I get half a shit, so I gotta hold out before. <laughs> Wait, you have a prenup or something? No, but oh. I, in the state of California, like what you have to be with the man for ten years before half before it goes into effect that half of it, all of his stuff becomes like your. I don't know. I like so how I've you heard. say like his stuff. Like she might have more. Uh, I don't think Landon's fighting for my crayons and colored pencils. No, I'm just saying in oh, general. Oh, I mean in our situation. I mean. I have clothes from Ross Dress for Less, and he's got Armani suits or Burberry suits. I've got crayons and markers. And, you know, he's got nice artwork. So Well, I'm glad we, I got married in Pennsylvania. And, Adam, we're never getting a divorce. I know. I always tell Joe Landon, <laughs> I bet you 50% of your shit we don't get divorced. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's really funny. Uh I was trying to do a segue earlier, but I got got screwed up. I was saying, do you know what I love? What do you love? Um, <laughs> I love having great abs. Oh my god, the best! Hello. We have been trying Slender Tones Ab Toner Connect, which just connects with your smartphone. Sarah was wearing a freaking crop top. Yeah, it was birthday night dinner. I mean, she is crop top. It's like a freaking. What do they call those contests where people do the muscle things? Bodybuilding contests? Yeah. I mean, that's what you're looking like, Miss Fitness over there. I feel like it. And my trainer's been commenting on it. And I know that I have a lot to thank the Slender Tone Belt for. For real. We were just talking off the air that you feel like, you know. And we've done the full six-week program. And here's what I am just finding (sighs) out now. They have different it. programs. So for leading up to Sarah's birthday party, she did the, um, what's upcoming it called? Upcoming event. Upcoming event program, which is like, does different patterns in the stimulation to make different whatever's mm-hmm. sorted out and you're looking good and you look fantastic. I feel so, I really do. I, well, and that's you know, the and thing. the best is that, so this, they set you up to do a six week program with this. Yeah. Six weeks is also the same amount of time that, you know, any health professional or trainer, anybody would say, if you stick to a workout plan for six weeks, you notice the results. If you do it for eight weeks, friends notice the results. If you do it for 12 weeks, the world will notice results. Oh, wow. So that's like a saying. I didn't know that. I've heard. And so this six weeks is just, is like enough time where if you do this for six weeks and it, like you were mentioning before, it like reminds you to live healthy and live, but you, that six weeks flies by. And you'll look in the mirror and you'll go, oh, dang. Yeah. It's working. Well, and, and then you stick to it and keep doing it. I definitely feel stronger. And it's, well, it's FDA cleared for toning, firming, and strengthening. I'm going to take some, I'm going to show some after pictures. That's great because you deserve it. You look fantastic. I have some before pictures fantastic. that my trainer took and I'm, I'm, 
you know, always embarrassed to post in little to no clothing. Well, obviously not no clothing, but little clothing. But I'll do it because the after pictures are pretty awesome. Go to slendertone.com slash brain candy and get 20% off the ab toners. And you can try them risk-free. So you, I think you guys will love it. Let us know if you try it. Anyway, yeah. um, that'll get people attracted to you since we have to look good for guys I to kill. I know, <laughs> since that's all that apparently really matters when it comes to attractiveness. But thank goodness mindfulness pays off in the long run. That's real. Well, I guess so. Hey, this is Doug Gottlieb. I I have my own brand new podcast. It's called Dug In, and you can listen to it on play.it slash Dug In. Great interviews, unique commentary. Love if you join me. That's Dug In. Search on iTunes or play.it slash Dug In. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. I saw this, um, this, I guess you call it a cartoon. It was just, uh, one frame and it was a woman, like a Western woman looking at a woman wearing like a burqa or mm-hmm. whatever. And, um, all you could see were her, no, wait, let me tell this properly. <laughs> oh, I can imagine where okay, you're going so with this though. All you could see were her eyes and the Western women were like, well, how tragic that she's, you know, has to be shamed and. All you can see are her eyes. And then there's a picture of a Western woman in the bikini and the women in the burkas looking at her and the bikini woman has sunglasses on. And they're like, what a shame that the only thing she covers up is her eyes. I've seen and the then, like, picture. I disagree with some of the fundamental principles of that cartoon, but I think that's an interesting concept mm-hmm. that like what people value and what they cover up. Where, what is uh, modest and immodest around the world is interesting. And then like, what people think is like respectful, mm-hmm. you know, like we walk around half naked and cover up our eyes where they, you know, whatever. There's you get it. a fascinating book out there and I wish I could maybe Google this as I'm saying it, Suze. Do you have access to mm-hmm. that? The book is called Female Chauvinist Pigs. Okay. And it talks about exactly that. How. Oh yeah. Okay. What, who, who, it who's the author? Is... Ariel Levy. Ariel Levy. But check it, it out. It says, female-, female chauvinist pigs, women in the rise of raunch culture is a book by a- Ariel Levy, which critiques the highly sexualized American culture in which women are objectified, objectified one another and are encouraged to objectify themselves. That looks like a great book. It's freaking fascinating. And it talks about exactly what we talk about often here, where... Um, you know, is it really empowering to be able to wear whatever you want? And are we really, are we just, is it one of those, if you can't beat them, join them kind of things? Mm-hmm. Or are we really gaining in rights and in power and in, you know? Well, you know, I thought about that when we did in the boobs episode and we talked about um, that the free the nipple movement and how women are saying we should be able to go topless too. And then I thought, well, why don't we just have guys not go topless? Like, what, like modesty all over the place? I mean, at least talk about that as an option. Like, they're allowed to go without shirts. Yeah, but they look so good without shirts on. Don't try right, Forget it. No, I forgot to say anything. <laughs> I would be oh, so yeah. sad if I didn't get the joy of the male water polo team when I was in high school. God damn, they were good looking. And at the time, I was... 16 so listen here people who are like oh they're so young i was too i remember having the fattiest crush on the boys water polo team dang so glad they wore little speedos that was so creepy did you ever date any of them 
I didn't know they were and chubby. <gasps> they wore speedos. Oh yeah, they wore less clothes in the water than the women did. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know I know oh, you, you know. know I love those hardball players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the girls are like lining up to watch the football players, and I'm like, hang yeah. on a sec. You do know that right around the corner, you have twenty almost naked boys who are in impeccable shape who will like rescue you in the water and, and like splish splash with you in the ocean mm. why would you want to go hang out with the meathead football players? did you ever date any of them no no um just friends no I, man i wish i did no just friends i was friends with all i was like the girl who was one of the dudes so mm. yeah well like whatever do you know like different i should look it up like different countries like things that are attractive that we do not find attractive oh that would be really interesting okay so uh a lot in the same line of that or uh there's i saw this photo online where this woman sent the same photo to people i did see that who did photoshopped in different countries and how the exact same image was photoshopped in different countries was so interesting what they how they made the eyes in in Japan versus how they did the butt in Brazil it is really interesting to say what's hot because remember when we went to Brazil Sue's yeah i let it all hang out and it was like <laughs> i got whistles and woo woo and did you yeah my butt i lo- i mean it was like i didn't even care about wearing those teeny tiny bathing suits i've since tried on the bathing suits that we bought on the beach oh no 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 i'm not wearing those and oh really they're so skimpy I can't believe I ever wore that. No. It was like not a big deal when we were in Brazil. I became a believer in that, those bottoms. Cause like when I see American bottoms now, I'm like, they do look like we have poop in the butthole. Yeah. Saggy butt. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I say butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Beauty standards around the world. Yeah. 20 portraits of women from around the world show beauty. I mean, it really is interesting. You know what I think is one of the most attractive, I just think is the most beautiful feature hmm. are tons and tons of freckles. Do you? Those girls who have like the blonde or like just, it doesn't even matter what color. Oh God. And you get a woman who's Asian with freckles, forget it. That's so gorgeous. I met a woman once who lived in England. She was half black and half some Asian uh, you know, some, something, but she had freckles and an Afro and an English accent. And I was like, you're the most beautiful woman ever. That's it. This is, this is, we're done here. Th- this is it. This is the pe- the ultimate. You can't get more awesome than this accent, Afro freckles, beautiful skin. Um, wait, never going to get any wrinkles. Probably great dancer and can play a musical instrument. If we're just going to hit every stereotype. I forget what I was going to say. Um, are you, what do you think about like redheaded men? I used to be really into it. In fact, I think what, like the majority of the kisses that I had before the age of 18 were with redheads. Wow. Uh huh. I had a big crush on one of them. I was really into Sean White too. Mm. In fact, once I made out with a guy who had long red hair who looked like Sean White and I told people that it was Sean White. I just oh lied. God. Why would you do that? Because I was trying to be cool. I'm admitting it now. I'm sense like <laughs> correcting the error of my ways, but you know what I I do totally not? did. I was like, oh yeah, once I totally hooked up with him, it, it was just a guy who looked like him. You know what's never a good idea? What? Cutting bangs. Never. <laughs> Especially your your own. I've made that mistake so many times. <laughs> your own. 
Oh, oh I God. see what you're saying. You mean like doing it yourself? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> never cut. Never. It's it's the bangs are never gonna do. It's it's like whenever I see someone cut bangs, I'm, I always want to be like, so what went wrong? Like what happened in your life that you thought that was a good idea? Cause I, it usually is following some sort God. of like somebody dumped you or yes. you're in some crisis and you're like, you know what I need? Bang. I was in a really like a relationship that I did not feel good in. Yeah. I, 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 Me I, got, too. I got bangs because you think like pinup girl bangs that were like short. <laughs> oh God. I bet she looked cute. Oh, I didn't. It's a mistake. Though. It's a mistake. Cause even if you can pull it off, You'd look better without them. And all my bad... My mom got so mad at me when I when I put up on Instagram a funny picture of me when I was a baby. And I said that I was, like, <laughs> upset because my mom gave me this bad haircut because I had terrible bangs in it. So I posted that picture. And my, my mom w- threw a fit and was like, I'll have you know... That was a fix-it haircut from when you cut your own bangs. And I was trying to make it better. <laughs> so you were four. You took the scissors to your own head. That was the best I could do with what I was given. So I'm sorry, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> it was me with yeah. the scissors. It's just not a good idea. No. You're right. That's always like symbolic of a crisis. A crisis. You always do think like, because you get restless and you think, I need a change. Unless you have like an eight head. That's oh. like a forehead, but like. Way more. Yeah. Like five head, six head. Even then. No, just do a little side swoop thing. A side swoop? I mean, some people could probably bluff, but it's not me. It's not anybody I've seen recently. Hey, but I will say to a clear glimmer, the one that wrote the review. Yeah. Yeah. See, if she wrote a review about this episode and was like, they were talking about, you know, how we should care more about inner beauty, but then they talk about don't cut bangs. That is hypocritical. Yes, totally hypocritical. <laughs> I'm not like, saying that we're not hypocritical because I'm sure we are yes. in many. But you know what? So is like being a person. Like, I think we we just by nature are. We're like, do nice things for other people, but, you know, I don't I know. I guess I just feel like. There's so many things that you could criticize about us that are legitimate. <laughs> that my driving patterns aren't one of them. <laughs> yeah, like the fact that we own cars is not what our review should I be. I wish so. I could. I wish. In fact, I was saying if you were a superhero, what superhero power would you have? I said telekinesis so you could just blink and be wherever so I wouldn't have to use my car. I hate sitting in traffic just yeah. more than anybody. I love that I she's getting I, this much your time. I don't know. What, anyway. Where, what do I do? What's the solution? we got to wrap this up. Okay. That's it. <laughs> We're, we're done here. We're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. And um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Oh, share what you're attracted to. Who's your number one people out there? Yeah, don't Guys forget. and girls. And if you want to say me, I mean, that's fine. Whatever. I don't even mind. Yes. Uh, I mean, if Sarah's <laughs> your WCW uh, or whatever. Or Susie. Hello. Yeah. On Bombshell. Right. Bombshell. If you're into big boobs. And don't forget to tell John Stamos I love him. Oh, yeah. Everybody, oh my god, let's flood John Stamos' inbox with messages about Susie. (laughs) Bye, everybody! (laughs) Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.